militant affection. Oh, okay. This is militant affection. I am Hamat Miller. It is 11.54 on a Friday night. I see the camera. I hope it's aligned nice. I've been drinking water all night. Brown water with a lime in it. And it's been great. I took a nap today. I can't sleep. I'm drinking a Corona that does not have beer in it. Everything in this video is fake. Everyone is fake. And we live in a fake world with fake people that act like, oh, we walk all around all day and we don't have crazy thoughts. You know what I mean? But everybody's fucked up. Everybody's like sticking their dicks or their pusses into fucking gravel, munching on it with their lips or their pee hole. And that's just how we live our life. And we refuse to admit that we're all a bunch of dirty cocksuckers that want to fucking push our face through slosh. Push our face through slosh. We're born through slosh and we live through slosh and we die. For you visual listeners, I am shirtless again. I have a tit on the table. I go tit for tat with the table like that. Now tonight, I should have gone to an open mic. I'm going to check to make sure the camera's recording because I'm a nutcase. So I'm going to talk from a distance like this. If you can still hear me, and we are still recording, so you, that was unnecessary. And this one's off the rails to begin with. So, fucking the world. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try to get a guest on the next one. I think this one's the eighth one, and that's what I called it on the thing I record on. But it could be the ninth, could be. I know I did the seventh. I was eating bacon earlier. I, I, I fucking... This is something I want to talk about. I got into a comedy fight once. This is a note. <clears throat> Trying to riff up top, but I got nothing. I got nothing. Comedy fight. <sighs> I was doing a show in Hull, Massachusetts. Once a comedy show. Where normally they would have a DJ do the show. With music, and people prefer music to comedy, right? And there was a whole bunch of comedians on the show. I was like the eighth or the ninth comedian. And by this point, they were pissed that there wasn't music because they came out for music and it was a comedy show. And I was getting heckled by this lady, a woman, a Mrs., a her. And she was like, I don't even know what she yelled. She was like, You suck, or whatever bullshit. And I was like, What fucking bitch said that? Or asshole. I think I called her an asshole. I don't even think I used bitch. And then, like, I looked back at her, and then I was like, oh, you? I was like, who's this fuck face with you or something? And it was her husband. And her husband came to the stage and was like, he wanted to fight me. And this is a stand-up show. I don't know if I already said that. And then the booker had to pull me from the stage. And then the show had to end. Or I don't know if people went after that, but it had to end because they were not having it. But this guy wanted to fight me. It's not the first time. I've had a guy come up to me before, well, like during a show, he's like, meet me outside. I don't know why people want to fight me when I do stand-up. I've been heckled before. But yeah, this happened in Hull. This just reminds me of a different story I'm going to add to my list of amazing stories I'm going to tell you. So then we went to the bar next door, which was like a bar that was on a, like a travel channel show. And, like, we set up our own mic and stuff. We asked if we could do a comedy show. And 
then someone started going up, and then, like, this dude started going up, and then the chicks at the bar started heckling him, and then we ended up being like, fuck you, and at the second bar, we started, like, a real comedy fight, and someone got, like, hit in the head with a bottle. Like, they were, like, these other people I was with were started doing the show at this bar. I think it's now shut down. It was supposed to be helped by this fucking uh, travel channel shit or whatever, food channel. And, yeah, so this dude was going up. This co- My comedian acquaintance was getting heckled by a lady for, like, again, like a you suck or whatever. And then that, I don't know, I went to the bathroom. And then when I came out, like, people were actually fighting. Like, I think a chick threw a bottle at a dude. <laughs> and he was bleeding. And the cops were going to show up. There was an actual, like, fight between the comedians and the audience members at the second bar. I don't even know what happened. It was, like, between the chicks. Like, the women got into a fight. And then I remember I was with this guy who was, like, had a family. And he's like, I can't be coming out to these comedy shows and getting into fights. I have a family. This isn't... I'm not in college anymore. (laughs) I remember I bought weed at that little comedy skirmish. So, yeah. I've gone into... I guess... I, I never physically got hurt doing any comedy. But that was, like, the worst. Other people got hurt. I don't know who threw a bottle. I think it was against one of us or one of us threw it against them. Like our comedy gals fought their regular people gals. And a dude got hit with a bottle. But I'm pretty sure it was one of the townies in Hull that got hit with a bottle. So to, to recap, we went to the first place. I was getting heckled. This dude came to the thing. And I retorted and he left. And then we went to the second place. And we got into another fucking fight. So basically people are afraid of funny. You know what I mean? People are like, oh, it's so funny. We don't want to be around it. And I get it, you know, fucking funny's dumb. I was just thinking earlier today <laughs> that, like, it's not even a talent to be funny. Like, like every group of, like, five friends, there's probably one friend that's funny. So let's round that up to the whole world. That means, like, 20% of the world would probably be good comedians. And if 20, 20% is not a talent, if 20% of the world is good at something, it's fucking lame. I don't know if you can hear those bubbly noises behind me. But I'm living a life. I just recorded a song. Wait, can I do my nipple thing? Barely. I just recorded a song about buying a gun and killing people. And I think it's pretty good. I've been, I've been making beats. I've been living my best life. I've been fucking drinking fake non-alcoholic alcohol. With limes in it. I got out of work early today. I haven't been sleeping. And I got out of work early and took a fucking nap. Jerked off on myself. Rubbed into my chest, called a doctor, said, hey, my chest is on fire. And he's like, you have bad cum. And I said, fuck you, doctor. And then my chest burned a hole through it. My cum burned a hole through my chest. And I entered Satan's realm. And Satan's like, your semen's all fucked up. And I was like, you know what, Satan? Let's make out. And I fucked Satan. But what I'm trying to say here, I fucked Satan. That's going to be the name of this. The name of this. I've been riffing like crazy. Maybe the rips aren't funny. But maybe the funny aren't riffs. Hmm? I fucked Satan. There's one time I was doing a show. I did this joke. Uh, it wasn't a show. It was an open mic. I don't I don't get books. Nobody likes my stand-up. Somebody likes it, but whatever. I'm shirtless. And currently. I was doing this joke. I was like, I was like, I'm at uh, like a horse racing show. And there was this horse, there was this race horse that I went to. And I was talking to him, and the horse was like, I'm not a fan of black people. And I was like, this horse isn't a race horse. This is a racist horse. This is a joke I did. And I remember 
there was this group of black women that heard the joke and just heard the like and just took it out of context just the part where the horse said i'm not a fan of black people and they're like mm-hmm because <laughs> all they heard was the oh i'm not a fan of black they didn't take it any context of it and then they were all mad at me and they're like heckling me because that was part of the joke and i'm like in context it's just a stupid fucking joke where i'm like race racist and some people are fucking dumb they were dumb they didn't hear the context of the joke it may have been a bad joke but one time we do this joke that was uh i'll do the joke it's it's like uh like the other day i was trying to come on my face while sticking a cucumber up my ass right and like the problem is i have such like a fat gut like what i do is i kind of prop myself so my legs are in the air so my dick's dangling over my face right and like the problem is i have such a fat gut that like the cum just gets on my stomach so what I gotta do at that point is I gotta rub the cum, run, rub the cum off my stomach onto my face, and I'm like the cucumber didn't feel very good either. They say the male G spots in the old male ass. I don't agree. The bit's something like that, and I remember I did this bit once at an open mic, and there was like these little girls, like maybe nine, maybe nine or younger, that were there for some. I think it was cheerleading shit. And it was a mixed open mic, and they wanted to go up there and dance and whatever. And I went up there, and I'm like, the jokes I want to do, I don't think are appropriate for kids this age. And they're like, oh, we don't care. We're from Texas. Say whatever you want. So I did that bit about coming off myself in front of these little girls. And then I was killing with the comedians. And then I was like, and they just kind of stood there and watched and didn't react. And now that I think about it, was that like a crime? If I say these words in front of a bunch of little girls, is that like a, (laughs) I don't know. Is that a sex crime? Is that a sex crime? You know? And I don't know. But I'll just do whatever. I live my life to the best. And, uh... I guess I'll still go out tonight. It's New York. It's 12.04. There's a bar near me. I went there last week. And I was fucking hammered. I was one of, like, three white people. It was, like, people of all races... And the only people I talked to were the other two white people when I was there last week. So I'm racist, is what I'm saying. I'm a big ra- No, they talked to me. I was just there having fun, and they saw me, and I danced like a motherfucker. I'm like top-tier dancer, as you may have known if you followed me. I was doing a show a while ago at this uh, drag place, uh, and... Like, I wasn't doing great, but then, like, there was this group of women heckling me, and I was retorting, and I was doing well with them, actually. And then, this is on my notes, and uh, afterwards, they were all older than me. I would say at least 15 years older than me at the time, and one came up to me and was like, I really liked what you did. You want to come over with me? And I was like, nah, because I was dating this older woman at the, older woman at the time. And then she's like, you want to come over with me? And I was like, she really wanted to pull me. I think she really wanted to fuck. But I was faithful to my lady. In hindsight, I should have just fucked her because the lady I was dating, it wasn't like serious. And I brought that up to tell you that sometimes when I tell jokes, women want to fuck me. They hear my jokes and they're like, I want to suck his cock till it explodes his jism down my throat. And I go, listen, mom. (laughs) Get... Your silly ass lippy lips out of my face, you fucking communist. No, my mom's not a communist. She's a capitalist, which I approve of capitalism. It's the best economy. Big fan of capitalism. You know how much money I make doing comedy? Nothing.
Okay? I got paid $20 to do comedy a few weeks ago. It fucking bombed. I was doing like 9-11 jokes and fucking dark jokes. I was doing this 9-11 joke and the lady that produced it was like heckling me being like, no, stop, don't. <laughs> God, I only tell stories of when I do bad. I'm actually very funny. Uh, you guys should check out my Instagram, Matt Miller Real on Instagram. I've been fucking advertising. I've been spending so much money advertising my Instagram, and it's been working. Let me check the current followers on my Instagram. Just a quick update of the current 728 followers versus 308 following. So look at that ratio. I'm fucking living a life. Cheers, living a fucking life. I fuck Satan is going to be the name of this. You're going to have to put a little star at the U part. No one will fucking know. I did a show. Look, I'm just banging through my notes. I'm banging through my notes, hanging on my throat, talking to my folks, glowing on the boat. Everybody knows I talk on the rope. Talking like me is better than the fucking dope. I'm the best, and I passed the test, and I still molest, rest, test, blast, cast. Anyhow, dude, I've been killing it on Tinder lately. Don't tell anyone. This is all legend. I date people. I date other people, blah, blah, blah. I was like, when I date this chick, I was an alcoholic. When this date, there was a chick that was da-da-da. But all these chicks last week, all their birthdays were this week. This may or may not be true. In case one of them is listening. I'm just kidding about all of this. Well, now I'm at this comedy show, and uh, it was good. It was in, like, this Jewish place, and then afterwards, like, this uh, waitress came up to me, or she was a, I guess waitress, whatever. She, bartender, she was whatever, a server, and she's told me I was really funny, and then we had matched on Tinder before, and, like, she, in her Tinder bio, it said that she liked to, like, climb mountains, or, like, she liked to climb, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, what would you, what are you going to climb next? Or, like, and then, but I meant it, like, honestly. I didn't mean it sexually. And then she stopped talking to me. And she's like, when you were messaging me, you were just instantly were sexual. And I didn't like that. And I'm like, no, when, when you, because you, you said you were a climber. And I'm like, what do you like to climb? I think I wrote. And I didn't mean dicks. I was just genuinely asking, what do you like to climb? And she took it as sexual. But anyhow, so we met at the show. And I did well. And she liked me. And I remember we hung out that night. We had, like, a beer. I ended up driving her to her boyfriend's house. <laughs> she was a swinger. A swinger. A swing and a miss. I think, so like we were talking at this bar and she was texting her boyfriend. And she was saying she was hanging out with a hot guy being me. And then we set up to meet again. And we saw like uh, like a John Waters little stand-up thing. And we went to some comedy party. And then we were hanging out. And then at some the comedy party, and she was like, "Are we gonna have sex later?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." And I was like, straightening it up. And uh, and then she's like, "We don't need to rush. You don't need to drink." I'm like, "No, I, I'm just fucking." You say that to me, and it just like excites me. You know, you can't be like, "Hey, are we gonna have sex later?" And me be like, "Huh? Well, fucking sex. I was just here to fucking eat olive loaf. Big fan of olive loaf." And then we went back to. His, my house and I was on Prozac at the time and I just couldn't come we just fucked and fucked and then at one point she took the condom off me I've told this story I think before on one of the other ones and then we fucked and nothing happened and then she left 
And then later she was like, I don't think you raped me. And I was like, you're the one that asked me for sex. And then we had a talk and then we became friends and uh, she was cool. Nothing bad to say about her other than the fact she tried to accuse me of something that I feel like she technically raped me because she removed my condom without asking. You know what I'm saying? And then she tried to flip the script on me. But whatever. She was attractive. I was very attracted to her. And she was supportive. So she's cool. If she listens to this, shout out to you. Hopefully, I don't speak disparagingly. I don't say names on this. I keep things vague so nobody knows who I'm talking to if she bought one of my shirts. So maybe she's wearing it. And fun fact, this is unrelated. The current underwear I'm wearing is red and it has a bunch of holes in it. And I need to buy new underwear, but I'm a fucking idiot. One time, (laughs) I'm going to start every story I have with one time. In my club time. I was out at one of these seedy nightclubs. It was uh, in Boston. It was open till 6 a.m. It didn't serve booze. That's how it could be open so late because there was no booze there. And my buddy was started getting jerked off by this chick in like, the middle of the dance floor. And she leaned in his ear and was like, are you Italian? And he was like, no, I'm Arab. And then she was like, ugh. Took her hand off and left. And I was like, you just got a racist hand job. <laughs> I can't remember the rest of that. I remember I used to do a joke about getting a racist hand job from a chick. And it just reminds me of it's just like reminds me of the old saying like if you don't know the color of the dick, don't grab it so quick. You know, that was like Obama's campaign. That's a joke. But it stems from truth. I'm jumping all over the place here. If you understand what I'm saying, I am jumping all over the place here militant affection the number one podcast listened to by millions of people if i showed you the stats of this fucking podcast you would jizz your pants and become a fucking ant person and then you'd walk around like a drone ant sucking other ants cocks reminding them that your father never gave you attention and you're seeking daddy's affection so you're sucking random ant dick trying to become like you're a person that lives in this universe is so happy to have ant dick down their fucking throat you know God, I got energy out the ass. I drank an energy drink. I've been drinking this brown water with a lime in it. Reminds me of the good old days. <laughs> when I would just go party hard. When I would just go party hard. These are all prop beverages. Prop beverages in front of me. No one can argue they're not prop beverages. One time I went out. One t- I should really call this this podcast, this current one, one time I went out. But I think I Fuck Satan is more uh, fucking, uh, per- uh, fucking, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. One time I went out and we, we were in the Cape Cod. Cape Cod. And um, we went to this club. This club, we were dancing and shit. And one of my autistic fucking retarded friends was dancing with this chick and then like the next morning like uh, he was in the bathroom all freaked out and then like he's like he told my other friend he's like i think i cut my dick because <laughs> like he was grinding up against this chick this fucking idiot kid 
he's fine, whatever, I feel bad. But uh, he was grinding up against this chick, and he was, like, chafing his dick against, like, his zipper. And he, like, chafed the front of his dick so it bled. And that's the story. And we threw those bloody underpants he had into a recycle bin. Because they can be recycled, and kids in other countries can wear those fucking bloody underpants. You know what I mean? It's like getting the losing person's shirt when the Super Bowl loses. He got the losing person's underpants, or whoever would get that. So that's a story. And I made fun of it, which is what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Take tragedies, flip them around, make them fucking hagedies. And by hagedies, I mean comedy. I feel like I'm rushing. Like, I'm trying to rush to get out these stories when I should be just more smooth and tactical. And I think it's only because I've been drinking this brown water. I was reading this podca- podcast manual. It said it's important to take a lot of breaks during your podcast so people have time to, like, comprehend what's being said. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm getting, I'm turning into a fat fuck. My mom's the only person to ever call me a prick. She called me a prick. I don't think I told this story. One time, it was like me, my sister, and my dad. We were talking about how, like, we'll have flying cars in the future. And my mom's like, I don't think we have flying cars. We'd be crashing all day. But I'm like, we'd figure it out. We figured out cars, you know. So much boogers. And... And we had this long debate for like half an hour until my mom like, like fucking became ballistic, ballistic. And she's like, you're all ganging up against me, Matt. You're a prick. Katie, my little sister, allegedly Katie, you're a prick. Dad, you're a prick. She didn't call us all pricks. She just called me a prick. She's the only person to ever call me a prick. And she just flipped out on us because like we had an alternate opinion about flying cars. And then she instantly started like cleaning and vacuuming and shit because that's how she copes with things by like fucking cleaning and like she spends like 90% of her life just watching TV she's a big Trump fan I don't know if I ever mentioned we had we used to have in the kitchen a f- well this is when I was gone but like because Trump was whatever was president when I was gone but she used to have this picture of Obama like stepping on the constitution in the kitchen my mom's such silly, fucking follows fucking shit, fucking doesn't think for herself, and my dad follows along, not to fucking shit out my fucking parents, but if you figure it out and listen to this fucking shit, this is just how I fucking feel. A lot of F-words recently. i become the F-word president. And now I'm getting lost. So, like, she got all mad at us. She called me a prick. No one else has been called me a prick. And that was just a thing that happened in my... Life. I used to like, because my parents used to fight all the time. And when I was in my room, I would hear them fighting. Like, my mom would wake up and go downstairs, wake my dad up just to argue with them. And I, I forget what I've mentioned in the other episodes. So if you're just tuning in now, you can hear me talk about it. If you got this far, I'm on a roll right now. You know what I mean? I'm like talking fast. There's no rhythm to this. And frankly, militant affection. Tell your friends about it. At Matt, Miller, at Matt Miller Real on Instagram. That's my hardcore place for comedy. So just check that out. Setting out. I would be in my room and my mom would argue with my dad. And I would hear it every night. Keep me up. I would be sad. I would get no sleep when I go to school the next day. And my mom would just tell my dad, call him the worst things. And he would just 
constantly threaten to force and then bring flowers back, right? Let me take a sip of this. One time, I think my mom pulled a knife on my dad. I can't confirm it, but I think she opened up like the utensil drawer and pulled a knife on him. And then he, I don't, he was like, what are you doing pulling a knife on me, you fucking cunt? He didn't say cunt, but... There's been times where, like... So, like, one time my mom announced to the house that my dad was impotent. Announced that he was impotent, and we all heard it. And she's like, normally married couples have sex. And she, like, shamed him, and we all heard it, and that was fun. And then, like, there was later on, like, I heard my parents, like, doing sexual shit in the bedroom. And I'm like... My dad better not be licking my mom's pussy. She doesn't deserve it. She's an asshole. Like, that's what I thought in my head as a young kid. That my dad shouldn't be licking my mom's pussy. Which is another good name for this. Damn, I fuck Satan. Or, my dad shouldn't be licking my mom's pussy. I think I might like that better. Because that's kind of fucked up. My dad shouldn't be licking my mom's pussy. But, like, I literally thought that. I was like, she doesn't deserve it. She's an asshole to you. She treats you like shit, and now you're licking her fucking pussy, Dad? What are you telling me? Treating You're, you're, you're teaching me to have low self-esteem, which I do have? <laughs> I don't even know, Dad. This is nuts. I wonder if my parents... Just, I just scratched my armpit and then licked it to see if it smelled, and I smell like a million bucks. <laughs> Ugh. If my parents listen to this or my family listens to this, that would be crazy. That would be nuts if they got this far and they heard this. It's like, I don't, they would never bring it up. I just talked to my mom the other day and we had a very civil conversation, but they would never bring it up. <laughs> God, I ran out of fucking topics to talk about. There's other things I want to talk about that I'm always afraid to talk about. Did I ever tell you this story being the listeners? Like, when I used to black out, there was one time I blacked out, and I was, like, dancing with this chick. I barely remember it. And I sort of came to, like, in front of the bar with her friend, and she was, like, talking to her friend, and she's like, he's going to drive home. We got we to gotta take him back. And I just came to, and, like, I didn't even realize what was going on. And I was just like, I got to go eat pizza. And I just sort of left them and walked to this pizza place. It's now not there anymore. This was in Cambridge. And now got replaced by a fucking vegan vegetarian place. <coughs> vegetarian <coughs> place. These these noises are what make this real. I got a lot of mucus. I think it used to be called Hi-Fi Pizza. And then, like, I remember when I was done eating my pizza. Uh, I went outside. And there was this kid kind of, like, dry heaving. And I befriended him. And he needed to drive home. And I was fucking hammered. And I was like, I'll drive you home. And we just kind of drove into Boston at the time. And then he just sort of stopped. It was like nowhere near like any residential or like apartment buildings. And he's just like, I'm just going to get off here. Because I guess I was driving recklessly. This is all alleged. But I ended up driving home that night. And that's like, it was like 50 minutes away. So, uh... I'm still able to drive even when shit's fucked. Is my point here, everyone? I'm one of the best drivers in his toe. I'm really stalling for time. 
There's so much stuff I want to talk about, but I'm afraid to talk about it in case someone listens to it. So there's all these thoughts about that. I'm trying to think of something that I can talk about that's not time sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a small dick, okay? If anyone wants to see it, I'll show it to you. It is a small penis. I used to work at a deli. One time I sliced my finger. And this is all going to make sense. On the deli slicer, it barely sliced. One time, like, my, 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 my dick was, like, pumped up on my fucking pants. Like, it was, like, it got stuck in, like, the creases and was, like, sticking out. And it was, like, on the table. And I had a deli slicer. And I actually, like, dropped one of the bottom pieces on the top of my dick and it like pinched my dick and I was like oh fuck <laughs> but it was just because my dick was little so it was like easily kind of pointed out and I put it on the table and it was just like Dush. and I, nobody knows that one time I dropped a deli slicer on my dick in my pants and I kept it to myself so that's something that's something if you re- <laughs> that's a story that's something to be said you know that's a fun little factoid if you watch my, uh, I just put out a video on YouTube, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit ago. I don't know when you listen to this. It was, it was called, I, I don't know whether or not I want my dick sucked. And if you watch it, there's a, there's a censored photo in it. And that's actually a censored photo of my dick post DUI, allegedly. Because I had like cut my dick a little bit. And like that's what the photo is. And actually the sensor bar is way too big for my dick. But I had cut my dick a little bit on the tip. And I thought that was a funny photo to use, even though it's censored. You know, let me take a sip of this. And, yeah, so just imagine a little cut dick if you see that photo. Don't mind me. I've had boogers my whole life in my nose. Just fucking being a dumb. Uh, dumb. God, life is pretty fun. I get sad. I get sad a lot of times. I'm very sad sometimes. Oh shit! You know what? I got some kratom. That's what I in my mind. I was gonna allegedly do kratom during this podcast, but now I just remembered. One sec. I'm gonna keep talking like everything is normal and everything is normal because I just remembered I had some kratom and kratom fucking sucks. It fucking it's not good. I have a packet of it. It's legal, so this is fine. It's all legal. I'll, I'm going to take a little... I'm going to dump it in my mouth. I'm going to dump it in my mouth right now. I don't even like it. It fucking... I don't like doing pills. And this kind of reminds... It's like supposed to like... For people addicted to Oxycon, this is supposed to like relieve that shit. And like I hate the way it makes me feel. I fucking hate the way it makes me feel. But because in the name of the podcast, I'm going to do a little Kratom for you. Just because I'm not a fucking pussy. And people keep saying, Matt, you're a fucking puss bag. And I say, hey, dad, mom, my sisters, my brother, my friends, everyone, you're all puss bags. Maybe I should put it on a spoon. No, the only spoon I got is probably full of mayonnaise because I'm a fat fuck and I love the mayonnaise. So let me, I'm just going to douse it. And then I got some fake beer here. Whew, this stuff sucks. It tastes like shit. I haven't even touch this shit in a minute oh god i fucking hate this shit if you're listening i'm holding it if you've ever tasted kratom it tastes like fucking shit like no one should be taking it but i thought i'd take some of this kratom okay i'm just gonna do it three two one 
Yeah, so at this point of the podcast, I'm puking. If you want to hear me puke, you can listen to the rest of this. But if you don't want to hear me puke, this is the end of the podcast. I'm at Matt Miller Real, Matt Miller Comedy on YouTube. Thank you for listening. Here's some puking. Uh, The fucking kratom was so dry and the booze was so wet that I just fucking puked. So thank you. I just puked a little bit. Crab sucks. I'm at, Mil- at Matt Miller Real. I didn't even record this on film. This sucks. I'm at Matt Miller Real on all social media. Matt Miller Comedy on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more militant affection. Thank you. Militant affection.